You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Top Gun. As students at the United States Navy Elite Fighter Weapons School compete to be the best in the class, one daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. All right. That's an interesting synopsis. <laughs> it, is, yeah. it really is. It really is. Uh, let's jump into the spoiler-free section of this review. Um, thoughts on the movies, guys? I really wish I'd have seen this in a theater. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I, I want I want to see this in IMAX. And yeah. I hope when they come out with the new one, they do a double feature day. That would be oh, nice. Yeah, they, they probably will. Yeah, I think it would be that, fantastic. That would be like, yes, sign me up. Let's go well, to Dallas. Well, that is assuming that there was anything filmed in IMAX in the original Top Gun, no, which I there doubt there was. It doesn't have to be. So just, essentially it would just be really big screen. It's yeah. good enough. I'll take it. I'll take All a right. really big yes. screen. And I'll, 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 I'll text during the... I'll get on my phone during the boring parts, and I will just embrace the fight scenes in that you know yeah um this is a pretty good movie it's an, an a classic from 1986 yes. um it is uh i guess what you uh, it's the real i don't know if, i'm sure there was other ones but as far as like the fighter jet era this was like the launch okay yeah because after yeah. this we and i and i think after this we got like iron eagle mm -hmm. and a bunch of other films that are very much in the same vein yeah people during desert storm uh or and whatnot after that um where you know you see young pilots going and mm -hmm. and being you know you get that similar to um they have a very similar feel, yeah. but it's a lot of fighter pilot movies for a while during the 80s and early 90s. Um, but I think this is where it starts, and this is the big one. I mean, as far as all of that goes, there's uh, there's no bigger name than Top Gun when it comes to fighter no. movies. No, it's it's such an iconic film that mm -hmm. I like any young child grew up in the 80s, for most of us, you know, had watched this film. And it has embedded in itself in our subconscious where, like, anytime we see a fighter pilot, it's like... Maverick, Goose, Top Gun. Yeah, it's a, it's a cultural thing. It's um, a cultural phenomenon yeah. as a film. You know, I mean, so many people went and joined the Air Force or oh, the yeah, Navy or the Army film. because of this. Uh, growing up as kids watching it, I know uh, I've had several friends and family who are huge fans of fighter jets because of this movie mm -hmm. and 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 so on after that. Um, it's it's a good movie. It's a fun uh, action film. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, definitely worth watching. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, yeah, it's it's a film that has, it's a movie about learning a valuable valuable lesson about life. Sure, there's some life lessons in there. This film is not for children. No, no. <laughs> uh, and I, I say it's not bad. Okay, there are there, no. there's there's some scenes that are inappropriate for children, but most of them aren't. It's, you don't see all, anything. It's all done in silhouette. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because there is a sex scene, just there yeah. you go. Yeah, but it's 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 just more uncomfortable. I'm sure if your kids are aware of what it is, that's yeah. really what it would be. Um, but it's not really anything where you're saying anything. No, um, it's a lot of language. There's people killing each other, mm -hmm. you know, in in fighter planes. So yeah. I mean, well, you know, jets, fighter jets. The so, ladies might like this film. Sure, there it it does have a lot of romance in it. You know, it would still be more action film, but there is a romantic interest, yeah, a romantic there's a lot dynamic. Of romantic interest in 
I know a lot of women who love Top Gun, not for the fighter jets. Well, that's true, <laughs> but too. seeing all these guys walking around with barely anything on. That's true, too. You do see a lot of uh, yeah. bare-chested dudes. Right. Except for Anthony Edwards. He yeah. wears a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> He is the married man. Yeah, he's uh, the married man. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll get into more of that, I'm sure, in a minute. Right. Let's see. What else do we need to say? Uh, if, if you're from the 80s, you should have watched this already. If you haven't, you might want to watch it just so you get all the cultural references. Get a little bit of Kenny Loggins music. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, the, several times. I think <laughs> The artists of the 80s, in a way. One of, one of them, of for the sure. the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of movies and TV shows that make a lot of fun of this. Mm -hmm. uh, they use a lot of references to it. Um, so it is it's very cultural. Um, but other than that, I think there's not much to say before going into the spoiler-filled section. Pretty much. I recommend watching it at some point. Yes. So, yes. yeah. Here we go. Uh, spoiler-filled section. If you haven't seen it and you plan to watch it, please go ahead and do so before listening to the rest of this podcast. If you don't care about spoilers, feel free to join us now as we enter the spoiler-filled section. All or right. the danger zone. Or the yes. danger zone! Uh, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of shaking heads. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Hey, I laughed at it. It was great. Okay. When I was a kid, I didn't like Maverick. Never did, uh, which yeah. is Tom Cruise's, the main character. Yeah. But I, he grew on me as I got older. I kind of understand yeah. what's going on. Sure, he's cocky, and he's a mm -hmm. he's a bit of a showboat. He's a pilot. <laughs> but he's a pilot. That's yeah. kind of yeah. the way that's, they that's are. That's what pilots are. Be like, I guarantee most of them met pilots. Like, hey, our pastor is a pilot. Especially fighter <laughs> pilots. Former pilot. yeah. He still is a pilot now. Especially... Especially Fire, fighter pilots. Yeah, fighter yeah. pilots. Yeah. You've got to have a certain amount of ego uh, yeah. in, in that sort of thing. Ego so. and charisma and yeah. everything. Well, especially... Just to survive. Yeah, yeah really. especially if you're doing... Because, you, you know, they're dealing with a competition in this, yeah. you know, trying to see who's the best. So you've got to be pushing a lot. You've got to be working mental games. Right. A little bit of everything. Yeah, kind of like how Viper says in, towards the end of the film. It's like, yeah, be like, you got to push. you got to push and it's dangerous. Yeah. Um... I, I'm a big fan of Anthony Edwards, who is yeah. uh, Goose in this film, uh, known for playing Dr. Green on ER for forever, mm -hmm. uh, back in the day, um, and he's been in a lot of stuff. The, as far as my childhood goes, and I remember deaths in films, this was the biggest one to me as a oh, kid. Yeah. Uh, when when Goose dies accidentally in the film, yeah. mm -hmm. it is a it was a huge thing. I mean, I remember I, Bambi was not near as big of a thing to me no. as this was. I remember that's venison. <laughs> there you go. It's it's just dinner. Uh, you uh -huh. know, sure it sucks that it had you know this baby whatnot. But either way, Goose dying was a big thing to me as a kid. Yeah. Um, and it was far more impactful as far as the movie went. Right. Um, we get Val Kilmer. Yeah, in this film, mm -hmm. he plays a great butthole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> pilot. Uh, he's a pilot. Uh, or fighter pilot. He's very cocky. Oh yeah. Um, like everybody else. Pretty film. much everyone in this film. Uh, Tim Robbins is in this movie. Yeah. Uh, as Merlin, though, you know, I wouldn't have known it was Tim Robbins if I hadn't read it. Yeah. Because you hardly see him in this movie, just a little yeah. bit here and there. But he's just in the beginning and the end of it. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, this is this is. This is the Tom Cruise movie I grew up with. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've seen some of a lot of the earlier, some of the earlier ones, but not much. Yeah, it's, but, it's one of his iconic films. Yeah, this was before he went crazy in most people's eyes. Right. Yeah, this was uh, this was back when he was still young and still entertaining, and there wasn't a lot of issues before the whole Scientology thing got started with him, uh, as far as we know, I guess, and or before it became public. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, this is this is probably in many people's minds his greatest role. Uh, now, I'm sure there are better ones. I mean, he is a, a very talented actor. Yeah, and this is not really his strongest acting performance. Yeah, but it is iconic. Yeah, because we know the the Mummy was the absolute best movie ever. You're being facetious, correct? Yes. Okay. If you didn't pick that up. I did watch The Mummy, and it yeah. was a good movie. Okay. Uh, Are I you know. sure we're talking about the same movie? You're talking I about th- The New Mummy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was good. Okay. okay. The one, Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're not going. <laughs> I thought that was Brendan Fraser. <laughs> no, yeah. No, Brendan Fraser was Universal great. Universal remade it with Tom Cruise. I, I, I forgot about that because <laughs> yeah. it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it was it was an all right movie. It wasn't okay. wasn't amazing. And okay. he does fine. Uh, okay. You know, there, there are better films, I'm sure, for him. Yes. Uh, but it was good. It was good enough. It wasn't crazy, bad, or anything. Mm. Um, we get an appearance by Meg Ryan. Yes. Uh, one in of her first film. appearances. One of her first films. Yes. Um, she does a great job. She sounds like a country girl, mm-hmm. uh, which I forget <laughs> yeah. until I came back and watched it. I was like, oh, you know, so that's yeah, fun. Well, she is kind of a Texas girl. Is she really? Yeah, she's from Texas. No idea. Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed. I really I would have, see that. I really would have figured her for more northern. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, what, what are your thoughts, Drew? What do you think about this movie? This is a very fun movie. Um, I love all of the fighter jet scenes. It's some of the that's amazing film work they do with that. You can definitely tell uh, the army or the air force paid for some of those shots. Yeah. Because they were trying to make sure those looked the very best they could. Because mm-hmm. this is, I guess you can say this is in a way a very expensive recruitment video. I think several of the shots are used for recruitment video yeah. or was yeah, for there, a long time. Is. Yeah. it Those parts are fun. I'll be honest, I am not much of a fan of the love story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel that, I, I'm sorry, I just don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's Tom or uh, the other chick, the other lady. Um, what's um, her name? Kelly McGillis. Yes. I don't know if it's Tom or Kelly, but I just can't. I, that both of th- that relationship felt fake to me. Felt well, it felt like a movie. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I know that sounds yeah. weird, but I hear you. Um, there was no real. real, real it no there, it didn't feel like there was any real. It chemistry. felt forced. Yeah. 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 Uh, not like Meg Ryan and. Um, Goose. Tom, oh, uh, Andrew. Andrew, yeah. Uh, 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 Anthony, sorry. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. Anthony. Anthony Edwards. That I actually actually felt like more like a relationship. Sure. The, the, but Kelly and Tom, let me rephrase. Maverick and Charlie. There you go. That's there their names. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, I, I, I just could I didn't believe any of that for a second. It seemed very fake to me. That's just my thoughts there. I felt like the and, most but, real... I I did appreciate the the relationship Goose and Maverick had yeah, the whole yes. thing because you when that death comes up which I was not expecting yeah I had no idea it was coming because while I had seen a part of this movie before yeah I kind of for whatever reason I didn't see past the initial you lost that love and feeling scene <laughs> for some reason yeah um, I didn't know Goose's death was coming and it kind of hit me a little back there uh, I I. Pr- that I thought was handled well. Yeah. I was in a way thinking, okay, he's gonna, he's just badly injured, and the viper comes in and says, "Yeah, Goose is dead." And I go, okay, that makes sense too. <laughs> uh, how, how is he gonna get out of this? Because I thought he graduated Top Gun. Yeah, and he didn't graduate Top Gun. He just didn't win the award. Yeah, uh, but 
Yeah, it was. I, I hear you. The, it was a good movie. As far as the uh, the relationship between uh, Charlie and Maverick, I felt like the the initial bar scene. Yeah, is seems very legitimate for them. It works yeah. very well, yeah, and does. then they break. They don't. It doesn't go any further. Right. I felt like there was enough chemistry, flirty wise, and mm-hmm. it felt like an honest working rejection. I felt like they mm-hmm. were they were good, but after that, it did feel like the relationship attempts were all forced. Yeah, yeah. like maybe they're like obvious, which doesn't go far from uh, from what you're getting because again, part of the reason she's into him is about the Mig story. Yeah. yeah. And she says that several times. So, like in the first part, when it, you know, when when he meets her after playing volleyball, yeah, it very much makes sense to me that it's kind of like, okay, he's here. That's kind of cool. I'm not that upset that he's late, even though, yeah. you know, she was like explicit, don't be late, because she really is trying to use him to advance her career. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like so, basically. So I feel like for part of the movie, the the forced was okay, but it. As, as much as the romance, quote-unquote, grew, yeah, right. it didn't feel like it got any exactly. more get, real. And when you get to that last scene where she shows up in the bar playing that, it just falls flat. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, I would have been happy if the movie had ended with Iceman saying, you could be my wingman anytime. It, that was the end of the movie for me. This part yeah. with her, it's like... Okay, that's a thing. That's the part I always remember is yeah. is the the ending with uh, Iceman. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, that's the end of the movie. And the when movie. it goes on, I was like, oh yeah, there's more after this. Yeah, there's an extra oh yeah, five he's got to meet with her, I guess. Because yeah, you got to yeah. wrap up this, you know, romance, supposed yeah. of romance, yeah, yeah, which I just don't buy. I'm sorry, I just don't. It makes sense. I feel um, like it would have worked better if she just left. You know, they yeah. said bye or whatever, or maybe he sends her a letter or makes a call at the end. Yeah, that would have that would have been better. Yeah. But even that last. Uh, scene with her, he has with her before that, mm-hmm. which I can't even think of exactly what happened. Which scene? The that one was. where they were in the airport, yeah, or whatever, or he was that, going to leave. Yeah, that. It felt like she was trying to talk to him, but and he was ignoring, which is supposed to be what it is. But yeah, yeah. it felt like she was there because she felt she had to be there to keep him in the program, not because she was concerned. Well, yeah, about as, she, him. as she said, she was going to say bye. Yeah, yeah, but she was planning to leave. It wasn't like they were. She was planning to stay around for the guy. Yeah. So I feel like that was more of a okay. Well, I might as well go check on this guy because he hadn't said anything and he's leaving apparently. Yeah. It's just it doesn't he didn't have a ticket. Yeah. It doesn't like I said. It doesn't feel believable. I hear you. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, I agree with you. There's it's none a none of that relationship feels believable. Yeah. So. It's it's. It feels a little forced. And it may mm. have been something that when they wrote the movie, they didn't plan i don't know i have no idea on this maybe the romance was or or maybe someone's not a great actor in that dynamic because i don't know her from anything else off the top of my head well let me drop a little wisdom on you a little here bit here we go okay so <laughs> bring that trivia yeah trivia because I've, I've, I've studied i've watched a ton of documentaries on this film to enlighten you jim and about little tidbits about this film apparently when they first originally screened the film uh, people were, you've had a little bit of this romantic subplot, but there wasn't a lot of it. And so that's what the audience basically told, what's the director's name? Sorry. Scott. Yeah, Tony Scott. Yeah. Yeah, when they told Tony Scott, it's like they literally had to get the two actors, put them in a scene to kind of fill out a lot more of the romantic subplot. So they had when they you're that, saying that would make sense because a lot of the there was a lot of scenes are 
where are just this, there's nobody else in the scene but him and her, with yeah. the exception of the one where they're with the family. So you're saying that after, when they screened it yeah. to an audience or a review panel, yeah, well, they said the, we need more romance scenes because it doesn't yes. feel okay. Yeah, because there was like little bits and pieces of the romance there, mm-hmm. but like it was in the story, but it wasn't fully fleshed out. Okay, so when they had to go back and do reshoots, well, at that point, Tom Cruise already moved on to I think it was um, Risky Business. Okay, and. Um, Megan was already she was already doing the film. Uh-huh. So, Kelly? Yeah, Kelly, thank you. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she it would be like apparently in the when they meet in the elevator, that's why she's wearing a hat cuz her hair is different. Okay. And that's why Tom Cruise's hair is longer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, cuz there's different little scenes like the romance scene is that's shot months later. That okay. makes sense. So there's there's so many cuz they had to go back and do a lot of reshoots of this film to make it fleshed out more. I wish they hadn't added more romance because yeah. I felt like it was mostly. I feel like that it. actually detracts from I, the movie I, to some degree. I agree. I agree with you. Has has nothing to do with the core theme of but the movie. We're also at least the way I see it. We're yeah. also talking about the eighties. I mean, if they had had a female character who had a flirt at mm-hmm. a little moment, they would insinuate we have to create a romance. Oftentimes, yeah. back in the day, you couldn't just have semi platonic, semi romantic characters like, oh, we flirt and he gets turned down. Yeah, back it wasn't as popular back then. Used yeah. to nowadays, that's totally cool. Everyone's ecstatic when you actually don't push two people together in a movie. Right. Yeah. So it might have been one of those situations where they went, okay, well, you know, kind of romantic. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, we, we, don't, we need we need to dial up just a little bit. And they went, know. well, what's going to happen? They got to get together, right? Right. You know, right. So. Yeah. So that's why that's why a lot of those scenes are okay. or reshot, or reshot, or redone. Thank you. We pre- I appreciate yes. the information. No, no problem. <laughs> uh, well, since you know the most about it, what other uh, sort of thing would you like to talk about in this movie? Let's uh, start there. Well, like you, be like a very huge nostalgic for this film. You know, grew up watching it uh, over and over so many times as kids and uh, enjoying it. And kind of like you, like when you said be like you weren't the biggest fan of uh, Tom Cruise Maverick's character. Yeah, I've never really was a big fan of his character. Yeah. I love the action scenes. Mm-hmm. The romance scenes, not so much as a kid. Sure. Adult, not so much either. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not great. They're, they're, they're forced like uh, jelly and honey. Like they don't, yeah, it's a they weird don't fit. combination. They don't fit very well. If you like jelly and honey, please yeah. tell us. Yeah, yes. yeah that, that's a weird that combination. Jacob is wrong and tell us to <laughs> yes, try it. Tell me I'm wrong. And we'll please. try it. We'll try it. Well, you may try it. <laughs> I'll try jelly and honey. I'm not scared. <laughs> it does sound weird, but I would try it. Well, I don't like honey, so oh. I have half of it gone. Yeah. All right. So, like, I enjoy this film. Um, like, from my last viewing of this film was probably last year. Okay. So, I've always been in the assumption that everything was Maverick's fault. Everything. Yeah. To getting pulled in the wash the uh the jet wash mm-hmm. and it was more oh because his father was a famous pilot right. or he's he's such a good pilot we're going he's going to skid on that yeah but after this after watching this review with you guys it's really changed my mind about it's okay Maverick was this all the way through the film until this point yeah mm-hmm. and then he starts realizing um you know, his recklessness, his um, push against, you know, doing what is right over, you know, getting the victory. Yeah. yeah. So so he becomes a team player in a way. Sure. Well, up until 
that point. And he's a very aggressive flyer. No oh yeah, how you yeah. count it. Yeah, he's still an aggressive flyer at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's just he real like you said he realizes at some point you can't leave your wingman behind. Yeah, you have to stay with your wingman. Exactly. The problem is he re- he thinks of this. He realizes this right when he's wingman with Iceman. Right before they have to they he accidentally hits that wash and gets yeah. thrown into that spin a- and they have to eject. And unfortunately, yeah. that leads to the death of his best friend. Yeah. Right, because the, the action he takes is mm. not so crazy reckless. Yeah. The the jet wash is just an accident that it went so oh, yeah, crazy. I, I agree yeah. with you on that. He, and Goose is even encouraging him to go up and yeah, take a shot. Is. Yeah, everybody is. So it's it's not like it was it, his fault. It, it might have you could even say that Iceman is just as much at fault because he wouldn't I, get out the way. Yeah. Actually, I would say it's more Iceman's fault because he's like, Oh, I need twenty seconds. Oh, I need ten seconds. Like Dude, the other guy, your wingman has the shot. Get out of your wingman's way and let right. him take the shot. Right. But be like, I would, I would use a counterpoint to that. The fact that how reckless, be like, even Iceman's to be like, you're reckless and dangerous. Be like, you're, be like, you're dangerous up there. And the fact that be like, Maverick was being so impulsive about getting out of the way. I want the shot. I had the shot lined out. Well, see, I'm going to disagree. But Iceman already had the shot. Iceman didn't have the shot. Iceman was saying, I need 10, 20 seconds each time. Yeah. He's like, I need more time so I can get the shot. Maverick's like, I could take a shot if you'll move. You know, yeah, I've got much. my shot. I'm pretty much ready. I could shoot if you weren't there. Yeah. Uh, you know, and again, sure, that may be a little impatient, yeah. but everyone else, like Goose is saying, oh, it, I, Goose I, is, I, I I agree with you on that. It's just yeah. you know, you know, breaking the scene down further. This is what I saw of it. Yeah, right. Goose is Goose is not the one. Goose is actually the one preaching, telling Maverick, "Okay, let's chill out. Yeah, let's not get fired. Let's yeah. make it through school." Yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, move, dude. <laughs> yeah, we need to make the shot." And he's telling Maverick to move forward. Yeah, which and, is and in many ways it was Iceman. His Iceman's entire goal was. To be number one, exactly. Yeah. It was his entire. Now, admittedly, that was Maverick's goal too. Yeah, but Iceman would not. Iceman, they they both forgot because of the competition that yeah. what matters isn't who takes down the guy. Yeah, it's that the guy goes down. Right. Yeah, and if. Iceman had realized that his partners in the other plane yeah. had a shot. He needed to be the bigger man and move out of the way and let them take the shot yeah. since he can't get a hold of it. That yeah. is true. Yeah, That's that just true. really how I look at it. Because Understood. while they were in competition with each other to get that award, ultimately they're all on the same team. Yeah. Right. And they need to work as a team. Yeah. Here's right. here's another little... Uh, Which is part of what that no, don't leave your wingman behind means. Admittedly, in a way, Iceman was... Leaving his wingman behind by right. not getting out of the way and letting his wingman take the shot that he could take. I agreed. Here's here's another little uh, you know little drop for our audience drop for you guys. Uh, apparently, when they um, the director forgot his name a second. Scott. Yeah, Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Not he's from Ridley Scott. Now they're actually brothers. Uh, so Tony Scott, he read this article about Top Gun, mm-hmm. and so he appro- he approached the Navy about it and said, "Hey, this is a great idea." Minus you've got Top Gun completely utterly wrong. Like yeah, yeah, because Top Gun to be like it's not a it's not a competition. It's basically hey, you need to learn all these things so you can go back to your carrier and teach everybody this. Mm-hmm. It's not you're the best of the best because even one of the uh, uh, supervisors. Supervisor who's actually a Top Gun instructor realized would be like, it's like, yeah, if Top Gun would have been that way, you would have a lot more deaths than Goose. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, just probably. saying, because you had a lot more people getting shot down and killed. Well, you put a lot of egocentric individuals up yeah. there in the air playing those games in mm. tight situations. Yeah. There's chances they're going to hurt each other, especially when they're competing over getting the best score. Yeah, a trophy you of all things. To, they would have to give them different sort of scoring mechanisms, yeah. not just who wins the point. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to be like, yeah. oh, look, we're scoring this. Look who did the right thing and moved out of the way. Look who gave the other man the shot. Right. Who was a good wingman? Who yeah. Just evaluate each person's performance based on yeah. their situation mm -hmm. and then score it Agreed. that way and yeah. not be like okay you're the one who took down viper so ergo yeah. you get the point yeah. yeah you know i think there would be more to it yeah uh, well but, i mean to some degree the points do seem to be at who makes the kill whether it's yeah. viper or yeah. uh what was the code name for the other guy um, uh crap. jester yeah jester yeah. whether yeah. it's Mer uh viper or jester that's yeah. and that and in some ways that makes sense because that's how you keep. They kept quote unquote kept score in a wartime environment. Because you, how many who got the kills? Took, how many kills did you take right. down? Yeah. In reality, the person who takes down the kills is not as as. Why well, that's important? Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Right. It's all. It's just as important who allowed somebody else to get the kill when they were in the way. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you know, at the end of the day, it's a team sport. Exactly. Yeah. Up there, essentially, it is not. Uh, it's, it's not, not rebel track and field. Yeah. yeah. It is literally, essentially, it's football. Yeah, or yeah, anything like yeah. that. It's a competitive team sport. Yeah. you've yeah. got people running around doing jobs, and sometimes they're all taking shots, and sometimes yeah. they're not. Yeah. it's really kind of like soccer or basketball. I guess you know? so. Yeah, because yeah. anybody can anybody could score, but there are a lot of reasons they're all playing defense and right. doing all the yeah. other things at the same time. I just knew it wasn't baseball because sure. I know <laughs> I do at least know baseball, and it doesn't work that way. No, no, yeah, yeah. not it's, not everybody being the quarterback or the the running back or the receiver. There you right. go. Yeah, yeah. But everybody can be the batter. <laughs> yeah, and they don't count at some on. point. Yeah, well, never mind. Let's anyway, not get in, we're not going to get yeah. into DHs in this case. Uh, <laughs> no designate hitters. Sorry, yeah, the pitcher can't be the hitter in one league. In one league. One league. Okay, move nuance. On. Moving on. Um, okay, so let's see. Besides the uh, romantic issues, what other problems do we have with this movie? I really don't see any. The the fact that we have this film that was. Uh, but like every piece of footage they shot, they mm -hmm. used. That's that's pretty because cool. there, yeah, there is no old stock footage in no. this yeah. movie that I can see. And I've and I know there's some military stuff where they've used old stock footage, mm -hmm. and it's very obvious. And yeah. thankfully, we don't have that here. Well, yeah. the thing was they they reused so many shots over and over, flipping shots, yeah, and reversing yeah. shots. Some of the takeoffs and landings yeah, and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, what was it? Someone to was talking to uh, Tony Scott about this. Uh, about the film it's like okay so be like why haven't you made a top gun too because you obviously you have to have you have extra footage right it's like no we used every scrap of film we could until like the, you know the the film ran out or went cut <laughs> yeah. or something well, like and, that and he's referring and, to all the all the military footage not yeah. all the I yeah mean, all i'm the, sure yeah, i'm sure the they reshot some bar scene stuff oh yeah yeah use. But, but definitely all the fighter pilots. They probably could only be on those bases and on those ships for a short amount oh, of yeah. time. Right. And they shot as much footage as they were legally allowed yeah. to yeah. shoot. Funny story with that. Funny story with that. Uh, Tony Scott, they were they were coming to the end of their uh, their shooting schedule, but they realized they were like several shots out. They'd be like they 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 had so many shots they had to get done, but they were out of time. Mm -hmm. And the neighbor says like, okay, no, unless you can get us, you know, like $45,000 to do it. And so Tony Scott literally went and pulled money like 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 put took a loan on his house <laughs> and like got his friends to back him up to like 40 it was like 
forty or fifty thousand dollars for like a couple of hours to shoot more footage because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how like you know that's that's why this film is so jam packed with you know yeah. what it is because. Tony Scott took money out of his own pocket to finish the film. Well, flying a jet costs money. <laughs> yes, be like it was. It was the jet fuel they were yeah, using. That's what I'm saying. Between the for. jet fuel and just general like time and maintenance, you know, oh, yeah. every time they take a jet up, there's there's a cost. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I think I learned that from MythBusters. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that one is probably the Blue Angels episode. Yeah, probably yeah. one of those. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, so every time they do anything, they had to spend money. Oh and yeah, especially mm-hmm. when they pay ahead of time, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, you know, if you want these shots, you've got an hour to do it. And yeah, we're not taking the birds up unless you give us forty five thousand dollars. Yeah, it was something yeah. like that. Something it was like forty five thousand or a hundred thousand. Something like that. It was. It, it was, was a chunk. It was a chunk of money. Several thousand dollars to to finish shooting. Um, yeah. and I I really appreciate the dedication because mm-hmm. one of the great things as we've said about this is all the military, the air, the the jets and the fighting. Yes, the footage. You know, so that's a lot of work to do, especially when we're talking about a pre really good CGI era. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you can't just blow up a bunch of planes uh, artificially and make them look fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, like right. you're not going to have cool CGI explosions and planes going into walls and stuff, which we could do now with for for very little money on a computer. Yeah. I'm sure the next one will be filled with tons of artificial planes being blown up. Right, but hopefully in the background. I hope it's and, in the background. And the only part that is... And they composite in a wall, and then at the last second, the the actual plane turns into a CG thing so it right, can blow up. Right, right. Like, they'll show it fly, and yeah. then they'll just go, okay, where it was, we're going to put a wall down and we'll yeah. have an explosion. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know they have shot a lot of footage that, in, up in an airplane, up in airplanes. Yeah, yeah they have. new ones, so. They that's have. good. I'm, I'm excited. I don't. I haven't read anything on it, but that's just generally me. No, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I don't want to know too much. It's a lot of fun. As per usual. I'm if exci- I had to make a guess, Maverick is teaching Top Gun now. At least part of it yeah uh i'm I, uh, yeah it's okay it's okay we'll, we'll get there we'll, we'll get there i don't want to know got it uh, i'm gonna I'm, I'm excited to know what jets they're using that's yeah. really a big thing for me i want to see which ones they're doing um because there's a lot of cool jets out there since then right um so we'll see when i was a kid i thought the volleyball scene was cool yeah. but now i'm just like I'm over it. I'm like, all right. right. It's really so, just kind of this. And that scene is so cringy to There's me. so yeah. many jokes about oh, all the homoerotic yeah. uh, right. references in this. And Between, Kenny Loggins' song. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Between that scene and then uh, in the first, like one of the first scenes at Top Gun, uh, they're talking about engaging the enemy or something. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and I don't even remember which character it is. Uh, one of the guys makes a reference to getting excited. Yes. <laughs> by the yeah. fact, you know, and he does yeah. it several times. Yeah, like, quit, you know, quit teasing me. In the last fight scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no, I, he, I, I got bogeys and be like, I got, a, I got this going on. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, hey, man, you know, whatever gets you going. But, you know, wow. (laughs) I feel the need, the need for speed. (laughs) There you go. I love the inverted uh, scene at the beginning. And they did a great Pepsi commercial at the time. Oh, yeah. That goes along with it where they have to pop open the Pepsi and they pour it upside down. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. It's a fantastic uh, reference for the movie, uh, you know, because, again, he, he flips upside down versus the MIG. Flips him off. Yeah. Uh, but I love the Pepsi commercial. Yeah. Which was glass bottle, you know, uh, yeah. standard uh, old school bottle caps, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which makes me feel old, I guess, a little bit. Um, 
but still, uh, hey, glass is always better when it comes to, you know drinking out of it like a Coke or a Pepsi or yeah. Well, whatever. it's it's pretty nice, but you don't get it very often anymore. No, in fact, I I foresee us getting more of that though, uh, with the with the the fact that we have too much plastic and environmental issues. Yeah, glass is recyclable just like aluminum, so it yeah. tends to be recycled more often. Yeah, um, than clear plastic. Yeah, bring back the glass. Hey, I'm all for it. They're talking about bringing back uh, uh, what is it, milk delivery too? So, you know, hey. There you go. Reusable materials. It's always a good thing. Um, I really enjoy, uh, what's his name, Michael Ironside as oh, yeah. Jester uh, in this film. He's such a cool actor. He's got this, like, really, like, scary attitude, sort of. Oh, like, yeah. He's, the ty- he's got the type of voice and attitude that I'm always like, that's the guy I wouldn't mess with. No. Uh, and anything he's in, he's the kind of guy I go, all right, I respect that. Yeah. Um, and that he's called Jester is just perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like he's this deadpan, serious guy. Yeah, yeah they call him Jester. <laughs> Jester. It's perfect. Um, let me see. What else do we need to talk about on this movie? I think we've reached pretty much the end. I, th- I think it's you know kind of like uh, the point I brought up beforehand was you have the character of Maverick, who mm-hmm. is this shot, hotshot pilot who is dealing with the the loss of his father and trying to uh, live up to the expectation and so he takes a lot of risk he's you know he's been demoted he's been like just name it he's done it right he's done it and just more uh his recklessness and how uh his attitude his attitude his mm-hmm. attitude flying and how dangerous he is you know just thinking more of himself rather than what's going on around him sure be like i need to get the kill it doesn't matter what's going to happen but like, he's a good pilot He's a very good pilot. And so and so like when I said earlier, like the fact that be like everything be like most of everything what happens is Maverick's fault. But when it comes to Goose's death, be like even though he technically did not do anything wrong, he still blames himself. Well sure, yeah. yeah. And so, and so that anyone would in that situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the uh the fact that, that that moment that when he realizes that he blames himself for it, and which we, we all blame ourselves for when something happens. We th- yeah. we all do that, and so that 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 moment when he be like he had to come to grips with you know his past. He had to come to grips with everything that was going on in his life to you know get back in the saddle, get you know to get reengage mm-hmm. to uh, uh, bring about the win. For sure, yeah. So yeah, there was you know his uh, Mavericks over our. Uh, Coming back from the brink, I really I'll see that. I really enjoy when he goes and talks to Viper. Yeah, that's really uh, good about his dad. Well, not intentionally talk about his dad. Talk about his options. Yeah, yeah. But then he finds out about what actually happened with his dad, right? Because uh, you know it was pretty much his dad was pretty much labeled a bad egg. You know, he had went and disappeared over enemy territory, essentially. You yeah. know, and we're finding out that the whole point was his dad was a hero, yeah. but because of where it happened. Yeah, it's kind of it a, got blacklisted. No, yeah, no one talks about it. It's not allowed to be talked about. It's classified, right. um, and I think it's a really good scene. And we get a little bit. Not only do we get an insight into it, but he does, and it really kind of helps turn the tide for him. It does from that. Okay, I'm done. I don't care anymore. Yeah. What are my options? I've sure. lost my edge. I've lost my edge. Okay, my dad was a good person. He was a hero. He was a pilot. He was a fantastic pilot. Yeah. I don't need to prove myself anymore. Yeah. I don't. I'm. I'm not just basically saying screw you to my father. Yeah. In flying, it's more about now he's 
thinking maybe about honoring his father and being that pilot that his dad was at the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like there's some of that. And honoring Goose's memory. And Goose's memory, yeah, as well as everybody, you know, the yeah. whole group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You Learning know. to be a team player. Right. Pretty much. And I think, you know, that's where we see the big turn in his, uh, not only in his personality, but just character growth. That's yes. the, the main point that's there. That's a good point. Um, even if he falters a little in the fight because he's not sure what to do, he's nervous, yeah. he's on edge from before. Um, yeah, he just came out of another jet wash. Yeah, at yeah. that point, I totally get it. it, it he, he basically has a little PTSD probably from that, and he's trying to fight through that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and... But he like, comes out the end. That's yeah, because be like you brought up the PDS thing because you notice that, like even uh, Iceman is be like you know no disrespect to Maverick, but be like he's not able to finish. But you can tell everybody's kind of concerned for Maverick because of everything he's gone through. Sure, and Iceman's going. I don't know that I've I've never trusted this guy up there with me. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he's always the type to jump off and go do something and not cover your butt. Yeah, and that's what he's thinking. Not just is he thinking he's going to get up there and get scared. Yeah, he probably doesn't think that's the issue. He He's thinking, this guy's not going to cover me. He's going to go try to kill somebody. Yeah. And therefore, leave me hanging. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't. He does what he's supposed to. Yeah. He does a great job. Um, you know, so, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, we do see that character growth, and I think mm-hmm. that's really the the big message is that, you know, stuff happens. You got to get over it. You got to, you know, yeah. be better. And you got to do your job. You can't just be like, okay, well, this I, I'm, I'm a hot shot. I know what I'm doing. Sometimes you got to support your other players. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the big thing in this movie. So, um, is there anything else where we rate this thing? No, I think I we, can't think of anything. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess we can rate it. Um, yeah. yes. I'm gonna go ahead and rate this three and a half stars. I think oh. it's a solid film. Um, there are parts I don't like. Again, like like Drew mentioned with the yeah. romance and stuff. But it's a classic for me. It's fun. It's an enjoyable movie. It's got it's a great action film. Yeah. Um, and it's literally spawned a ton of yeah. uh, similar films. Um, and again, I, I enjoy watching. Now, I it's not the type of film I can watch every year, but it is the type of film I could watch you know every five years or so, for sure. So I'm gonna give it. What did I say? Three point five. Yeah. 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 So. I'm gonna go ahead and give it three and a half stars also. Uh, and most of the reason I'm docking points is the love is the, yeah. the romance yeah. stuff because none of that falls, and I think it is actually detrimental to the overall movie. Sure. Um, but everything else in the movie is great, even though I'm not a big Tom Cruise fan, <laughs> uh, which I have my reasons. I hear um, you. <laughs> But it's still a good and fun movie. It's one I would suggest, and definitely, yeah, watch this before we go before the new one comes out later this yeah, year. Hopefully, for sure, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, it comes out. Hopefully. hopefully, this year. Hopefully, hopefully, it comes out to theaters. Yeah, yeah. Please don't release to digital. This is not the movie that anybody wants to watch at home. Yeah, no. on their smaller screen. I'm gonna have to go to like Daniel's projector. He's got like a hundred and something inch projector. Yeah, that's where we're going if this goes yes. digital. Just saying. <laughs> Right. Jacob, All right. So like? I will give this um, four Tomcats and a Meg. <laughs> Basically four and a half. Four and a half. Four All and a right. half. I love this film to death. It's one of those films, kind of like I, I say on the Cellcast quite often. It's one of those films that I watch every year. 
<laughs> Jacob watches 365 films every year. <laughs> I, I noted that. <laughs> every every day he watches a film. <laughs> I would something else that I, I kind of wonder how he has time for our movies. <laughs> I, know, I, I think <laughs> we review for both podcasts. I think he means that normally he does, but lately he probably isn't watching all these. He, up, no, up until last year, he yeah. probably yeah. did watch these movies oh, yeah, every absolutely. year. Now he's like, Jesus, guys, y'all need to stop telling me to watch movies so I can catch all <laughs> these like, movies I say I watch every year. Yeah. I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm, I'm missing my fix, man. Come on. Hey, we're just trying to make sure we all have well-rounded. Oh, absolutely, viewing. absolutely. And content and content. 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 Uh, they're gonna. I enjoy this film. There's a lot of nostalgia behind it, and I just, I love this film. Be like, yes, the 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 movie subplot, the romance subplot is very weak. Yeah. There's there's a lot of uh, you don't like Maverick for most of the film. And then he does it kind of, he rebounds or, you know, re-engages yeah. and, you know, does the right thing. Uh, but I just love this film. So that's why I give it four and a half stars. I just love awesome. this film. Yeah. That's our review of Top Gun. Danger Zone! Doo-doo. Doo-doo. You've lost that love and feeling. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.